Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with our bloggers, as well as other top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman, and I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national PR firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a community of bloggers that share their personal experiences and wisdom gained throughout their lives. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that's just right for you. And today, we have a very special guest, Teresa Dugrobois, a word-of-mouth marketing expert, best-selling author, international speaker, and founder of the Evolutionary Business Council. Her high-impact coaching sessions teach how to build and leverage lasting, authentic relationships to grow your influence to the epidemic level. And today we'll be discussing how to double your influence in the workplace in 30 days. So welcome, Teresa. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's absolutely our pleasure. And I know the one thing we'll definitely want to know is what, how do you define an influencer? What does that mean to you? Oh, I love that question, you know, because a lot of people confuse influence and fame, you know, um, because really influence is a a lot of people know, like, and trust you, whereas fame is just a lot of people know you. Um, So, you know, influence would be Martin Luther King or Gandhi. Fame would be Kim Kardashian or Britney Spears, you know, so can you move the masses? And who do you want to align yourself with, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, and now what's that one thing that people who achieve enormous influence, just like you were talking about with uh, Martin Luther King or Gandhi and success, what do they know that other people who haven't achieved it don't? You know, the one thing when you study influencers that they're all exquisite at is that they're all masters at relationships, you know. And a lot of us like mm-hmm. to talk in business about, um, you know, how much intellectual capital do we have or how much uh, physical capital do we have in our business. One thing I think a lot of people overlook is how much relationship capital do you have in your business? It's the term I like to use to describe that. And really, when you think about it, there's different types of relationship capital you can have. You know, there's the relationships you might have with your following or your customers or your client base. In other words, you know, what's the relationship, uh, you know, with your industry or people who might buy from you? But the more important thing to think about that a lot of people miss is what's your relationship with the influencers in your industry? You know, I love the way Shonda Perrin talks about this. She often talks about it's not who you know, but it's who knows you. So the question then becomes, do influential people know, like, and trust you to the level that they would actually spread positive word of mouth about you? Would they endorse you? Because when you think about what an endorsement from an influencer does for you, then you can really start to understand where influence comes from. Wow, and where it comes in handy, you know, relationship capital. Okay. I think that's an yeah. that's an excellent point, and I love your point about how uh, other influencers think of you. If you're influencing an influencer, I mean, that's just a ripple effect right there, right? I mean, that's that's exactly what that is. Like you say, word of mouth, grassroots, and that's the most important type of influencing. I mean, when you're talking to people that you trust, uh, you're going to trust what they say. So these are all really, really great points, Teresa. Now. We have listeners out there who may say, okay, great, so uh, we have Gandhi and Martin Luther King, and I'm not them, right? But, uh, you know, I do feel like I can influence and people do know, love, and trust me. But how can I, how can I incorporate some simple, easy habits that master influencers, such as the people we've been discussing, do on a daily basis? How can just the individual person at work or even at home, because I'm sure 
you know, influencing can work not just in the business setting, but in your family dealings and what you need to do on a day-to-day basis, just in life and life skills as well. How can people incorporate something today, an easy habit that they can try and start? Uh, you know, I love I love the way you phrase that question because really learning influences is, uh, you know, he might call it a secret or whatever, but if you study influences, right. they do have specific habits that they tend to do. And, you know, in my work, I've actually identified 14 specific habits that people who are brilliant at this consistently exercise. Um, so if I can, can I just lay out sort of the top one um, for your list? Yeah, give us, give um, us the top three, your top three. Okay, so most foundational influential people do something that's of high value to other people. So think about how big of a problem do you solve for other people? You know, a lot of people, if you can think of the biggest problem you've ever experienced in your life, often you'll be the most successful at solving that for other people. You know, I I love Mm -hmm. uh, using Bill Bartman as an example of that because he built a billion-dollar company solving the problem of helping people who are having their homes foreclosed on because he had personally experienced what it was like to be humiliated to have a bank take your home away from you, right? So he actually devised a business model where he got in between the banks and the homeowners. He convinced the banks to sell him the loans at highly discounted rates and then approached the homeowners and said, well, I know you're defaulting on the $100,000 mortgage, but would you be willing to pay back a $40,000 mortgage? So it was a win-win-win. The banks you know, got their process done quickly, easily. Um, Bill made a profit, and the homeowners, got to not go bankrupt, stay in their home, mm-hmm. and pay back a significantly reduced loan. And, and it, you know, Bill actually became a billionaire using this bill, uh, business model. So if one of the things people really value is when you put their needs and their interests first. So influencers always look at being a big problem solver for other people um, and really um, – and really getting in the way of where people's pain is. You know, um, Keith Cunningham has a great quote around that. He says, the bigger the problem you solve, the bigger the profit you'll make, and influencers really get that in spades. Great. So that's one. That's one habit that you can try and incorporate. Try to look for look for things that that can help other people solve their problems in their daily lives. Obviously, if you can make someone else's life a little bit easier, um, you know, that's a, that's influencing them in a, in a positive way. And of course they know, love and trust you for doing that. So that's good. So now uh, you talk about being authentic. So I know that you also have, you know, 14 more habits and we will, uh, direct people to your website, wildfireacademy.com as well, um, to look at those habits. And I'm sure you'll have more information there, but in terms of being authentic or being real, what part does that play in generating word of mouth and generating your influential power? Well, authenticity is really the key, right? Because um, if I was to talk about the second habit, you know, the second habit is influential, influential people get in relationship with other influencers, you know, because influence is never something that you can give to yourself. You need other influential people to give it to you, and you can give it back to them, right? In other words, you mm-hmm. can't make yourself famous. You can only make other people famous. Right. So authenticity is the foundation to that, because when you show up and you're just worried about making money or you're just worried about the what's in it for you question, um, to quote Shonda Perrin, you show up weird. Right. You can spot someone who's just in it for the money a mile away. Why wouldn't influencers be able to spot you a mile away when there's just something you want for them? So like a lot of what I teach in my advanced programs that I teach online is how do you learn the rules and the etiquette of getting into relationship with influencers 
so that you're really authentic. You're in relationship with people that you do honestly uh, admire, that you would willingly promote or recommend their work. And you're not showing up weird because you're not showing up desperate like you're in some kind of crisis or emergency to have them help you. Right. So now what is is that? Do you feel like that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make? Like they're just oh, trying too hard? Yeah. You know, in and fact, you know, one of the ones? biggest mistakes I would talk about is uh, you know, what I would affectionately call the premature ask. You know, you see people do this at networking functions all the time. They'll see a mm -hmm. great speaker on stage and they go running up to the stage and it's like, you're going to endorse my book. I'm so glad I met you. And it's the equivalent of moving into a new house and having the neighbor come over and ask to borrow the lawnmower in the first 10 minutes of meeting you. <laughs> right. Right. You, know, you want right. to meet they didn't even... neighbor, you're going to bring a lasagna or a plate of cookies. I was just going to say, don't they didn't even bring any apple, apple cobbler or anything, you know? Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it lands oh. desperate. So, you know, there's nothing right. to hurry up and do. Um, and one of the reasons you want to hold influence yourself, one of the reasons you want to have social media, Facebook, et cetera, is that so you've got the plate of cookies, metaphorically, to offer the influencer. You've got something mm -hmm. to offer them. Absolutely. You have your own community that you guys can you guys can swap. You guys can help with influencing each other and making each other even bigger influencers as you are sharing, uh, you know, your knowledge with your own with your own community. So, Teresa, you've given us a lot of really great information. We are running out of time for today specifically, but everyone can find more info on Teresa de Grobois and the courses she teaches at wildfireacademy.com, spelled just like it sounds, wildfireacademy.com, where you can also sign up for her free 30-day program, Flame to Fame, How to Double Your Influence in 30 days. So thank you, Teresa. I appreciate you coming on for a really informative interview. Oh, it's just been a joy to be here. Thanks for having me on today. Again, it's our pleasure. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, and the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is a diverse community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers that share helpful and perhaps even life-changing posts and podcasts. So please enjoy much, much more on JenningsWire.com and discover bloggers that might be perfect for you. Till next time, bye-bye.